the Click and Go Travel Podcast, fueling your wanderlust with far-flung, off-the-beaten-track destinations to just across the water and everything in between. Welcome back to the Click and Go Travel Podcast. Today, myself, Gillian Wilkie, and our CEO, Paul Hackett. Hi, guys. We'll be discussing the family holiday and all the different places to go. So don't worry, we'll be covering a lot, but you don't need a pen and paper. What we'll do is we'll add in all of these destinations and fun places to go in our show notes. Perfect, because there will be. There's so much for families to do. And as Jill says, we're going to note them down for you, make it easy and give you as much information, as many tips around the different types of holidays we do, where to go, what to consider, what's important, what's extra special and any any ideas that we have that are going to help save you money as a family when you're looking for your holiday. Great. Yeah, that's it's very much what can we do to help you if you're looking to take you and the kids away on a holiday or if you're a multi-generational family, which might be the grandparents, the parents and the children going on holidays. So, Jill, do you want to kind of do a, a top down on the types, like the, the, the very top level types of family holidays that, that are there? And then we can get in. So stick with us. We're going to go through destinations, ideas, suggestions, anything we can do that we think is going to help you find the right sort of holiday for your family. Yeah. So from the top would just be the sun holidays. So those would be our general sun destinations where people tend to go year after year. So the popular ones, especially for 2022, are the Algarve, Lanzarote, Gran Canaria, Costa del Sol, Salou and Mallorca. There's some great value from as soon as April throughout Mm. throughout the summer. And it's really great value for families, especially when it's been so long uh, that people have been away. Yeah, it is. And it's very true. I think, you know, families, it can be tough for families because depending on the age of the children, families can be a bit more restricted as to when they can go on holidays. And, you know, we are going to be in a better position to find you the best value. If there's any way you can take the kids out of school for even a couple of days in what we would call the off-peak months. And that would tend to be April, May, the first half of June, and then kind of back end you know, September, October, November. But we absolutely get that most families have to travel, Yeah. you know, after the leaving cert, after the junior cert and during July and August. But the warning sign there is you are really going to pay more if you're going to be stuck to July and August. Yeah. So it is worth considering, you know, when you're looking at the value, like we are talking probably double the price, Yeah. if not more, to go in... July, August, then going in April and May. Yeah. So off-peak is ideal for families with younger kids, maybe yeah. kids that aren't at school yet, um, you know, like the preschoolers. And be, the primary, the yeah. youngish primary, yeah. depending on how much they might miss out on. Or it could be, as we say, a couple of days. Like you don't have to go for a week. You can go for a five-night weekend, a six-night weekend, build it in over the weekend, minimise the time off. Yeah. And some primary schools have different days off at different times. So like that's that's an option too. That's it. And especially like the short flights, so like the, the Algarve and those to Spain, it's not too too much of a uh, long flight. So they're nice and short. So it yeah. doesn't feel like too much traveling. So Son, what else? Our next one we could chat about is camping. So camping holidays. Um, we've... W- what we have a look at is Spain and France. Yeah. Um, and it's not camping in the traditional way you think, oh, it's a yeah. tent and you have to, you know, you're sitting out and there's a log fire and you have to kind of go out and cook and make your own food. 
the camping holidays we talk about are actually mobile homes. So they are either two and three bedroom mobile homes. They are fully furnished. And you can get there like with obviously with flights, but also ferry options are there. Yeah. And you can we can arrange transfers. You can hire a car. Uh, there's loads and loads to do. And These, this is a really popular type of holiday with Irish families and especially with kind of the primary school, early teen age groups. And as Jill is saying, like France and Spain, you're guaranteed good weather. Yeah. These are mobile homes with air conditioning. They're really top of the range, well specced out. And destination wise, you can fly into Biarritz and do the, the, the west coast of France. You can fly into um, Girona and you can do the south east of France, kind of down close to the Spanish French border. And also in Girona, the Spanish Costa Brava into into Reyes and do the Costa Dorada. So like there's a great choice in yeah. terms of the camping holidays. Not much difference in price between a camping holiday and a standard apartment holiday. Yeah. But I think families just love it because the only people effectively in the campsite are other families with kids. That's it. So a really safe environment, really friendly, great water sports facilities, great pools, um, you know, always close to beaches, but a lot of green space. Generally, very few cars about so the kids can roam very, very safely. Yeah. And just looking at some of the resorts or the facilities that the camping Ah. site offers, like I'd go myself. Yeah, you would. (laughs) Like the water slides and the swimming pools and the activities like mini golf and loads of different things. So the kids definitely won't be bored at a camping holiday. No, no. And like where we're trying to fit in, I guess, is the convenience of flying to your destination. So you're getting a bit further south. Yeah. So you're getting a bit more of a guarantee of good weather. And you're getting the same kind of campsite experience. But as Jill said, the camping holidays, it is a misnomer. They are mobile homes. Yeah. And loads are close to the beach. So you have mm. the facilities of the campsite as well as, you know, being able to go out at, to the beaches and so on. Uh, the next sort of family holiday type uh, we could just talk about is villas and villas with f- private pools. Oh, what lovely. more What more could you ask for? Mm. Yeah. And, and like the advantage there then is, you know, for... For families, these are generally three, four bedroom villas, all of them with their own private pool, but in the kind of normal, easily accessible resorts. I think our strong destinations for the villa holidays are Lanzarote, Fuerteventura and Menorca. Menorca, yeah. You know, great value, because if you have six people sharing the accommodation, the costs are really well divided. So from a family holiday point of view, it's there. They're on the website. Yeah. You know, they're very easy to find and filter. There's a filter there for villas with private pools. Yeah. And again, the value is exceptional. Yeah. And you could b- book all of those online. Um, yeah. So it's just brilliant. And sure, your own fr- private pool at your the I back know. door. What yeah. more could you ask yeah. for? Uh, then having a having a look at theme parks. So. OK. We've got um, what well, we, we have a, had a look at Port Aventura in Salou, which is it just looks amazing. Um, it's only one hour away from Barcelona. There's three different theme parks. So wow. there's Port Aventura Park, the Caribe Aquatic Park. The water park. Wow. Yeah. Sounds great. And then there's Ferrari Land. Wow. Yeah. And just having a look like at Ferrari Land, the ride actually skyrockets you over 100 meters in five seconds. So there's I, three theme parks in one in Port Aventura. There's yeah. the main one, Caribe, the, the water park, park and Ferrari. Ferrari Land. Land. Yep. Yeah. And just within the main park, which is the Port Aventura Park, there's six different areas and they're so well themed, like from the Mediterranean fishing village to 
then you can go to China, wow. then you can go to Mexico and end up in the Far East, all in one kind of theme park. Yeah. So it's great for, for kids uh, to kind of see an experience. And that's close to Salou. It is. So in terms of holidays, you have the camping holidays that we have close to Salou in Villanova and in Cambrils. Yeah. You have the main resort of Salou itself, which is like... Salou is a pure family destination and I think it has become I think it's our top selling destination for families like I think something like 80% of all our customers who go to Salou are families Yeah, and that resort has changed markedly over the years to position itself as families and I think I think a big part of that is the focus on the Port Aventura theme parks because if you're on holidays okay you have great weather and you have the beaches But it's lovely to get something different to do. It's lovely to get to a theme park for a day or an evening, get to a water park. Like who doesn't love a water park? Exactly. And then Ferrari Land is effectively another theme park with with, with a different set of rides. So it just changes the experience. Yeah. And there's eight different Ferrari themed rides. So it just it looks great. And also with with Port Adventure, you can stay like Paul mentioned, either with camping and either camping or one of the sort of just outside the park or there's actual on-site hotels that you can stay in. They're part of the theme park and they're in the theme park. Yeah. So imagine having a theme park at your door. With Villa holidays, you get a pool at your door. With uh, the Port Adventure holidays, you get a theme park. Love it. Love it. So very good. And then obviously the old favourite, Disneyland Paris. Oh, yeah. Everyone loves Disneyland Paris. And it's like Disneyland Paris this year, hard to believe, this year it's 30 years old. Yeah. And there's so much going on for... For the 30th celebrations. Like they have a Garden of Wonder where there's 10 enchanted themed gardens with 30 of... 30 being the number, unique Disney princesses and villains. So you'd be able to walk around and and see those. Then the Disney lights and so on as well. In the evening times, they have light shows. Everything is back fully functioning in Disneyland Paris. No entry restrictions in terms of passes or tests or anything. It's all full steam ahead. Everything's working. And... um, there as well, you have the hotels that are not the Disney hotels. They're just beside Disney, Disneyland Paris. Exactly, and they yeah. have shuttles. Or you can stay in some of those themed Disney hotels like New, Newport Bay and the Disneyland Hotel. and Sequoia. Sequoia and, and Cheyenne. Like yeah. all of those hotels. And they're actually on site. Yeah. So they get entrance into the park first. The entrance is included in their price. And it's the full Disney experience. Yeah. The official Disney so. You'll get loads of Mickey. And that's and year many. round. That's yep. year round. Like yep. So, yeah, the Disneyland Paris. Yep. Wow. Brilliant. And then the offside ones are tend to be better value. And you get the free shuttles from, and it's only minutes away from the park. So it's, it's nice and close. So. And like, you know, a short, what, one, one and a half hour flight, generally into the main Charles de Gaulle airport in Paris. And there's a train, and a direct a tra- train, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, there's the... Um, TGV, I think it is, or the, the not the TGV, but the there's a train specific just from Charles de Gaulle Airport over to Disneyland Paris. Only 15, 20 minutes. Wow. So really short transfer. And then you're on site and that's year round. So mm. like Disneyland Paris wasn't designed just for summer, whereas Port Aventura and Salou is very much more the summer product. Disneyland is year round. And like, as you say, great value. Yeah. If you want, if you're if you're looking for the price point, the off-site hotels are great. And some of those off-site hotels have indoor pools. They all yeah. have shuttles into the theme park and they're, and they're all, all right beside it. Yeah, they're all themed as well. Yeah. So they, they themselves also look like a great spot to see. Good. And also just winter months for Disneyland Paris is where you get the best value. Okay, understandable. Yeah. Again, yeah. 
just know. outside you got to go off peak sometimes but yeah, at least yeah. with that it's a little bit more open because it's not res- you could go at the weekend absolutely or and so on uh then our next one is going over stateside, so Orlando, Florida. Brilliant. So that also has, you know, just the top attractions in there. Like you, that has be everything. So kid, that has yeah. what Disney World, that has Universal, Universal Resort, that has Sea all World, the, yeah. the oh Kennedy Space Station. So yeah. there's loads and loads to see and do there. And we also do villas in Orlando, Florida of course. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's that piece. Or, you know, like the same way with Disneyland and with Port Aventura, you can stay on site with the Walt Disney World Resort mm. or you can stay just outside in Kissimmee or International Drive. So there's lots of options there, all dependent on your budget and what you want from your family holiday. And our Lingus are back on the direct flight now. I think they're flying three times a week, Dublin, Orlando, That's which great. is brilliant. Yeah, yeah. And if, if, if that is a bit more expensive or doesn't fit with your days, any of the carriers going transatlantic all have connections via New York, Washington, Chicago, Boston, Philadelphia, straight down into Orlando. So it can be Aer Lingus or it can be United, American Airlines, any of the US carriers, Delta. Yeah. Uh, you know, so really good options there for families and brilliant. Like, again, Orlando is year round. Great yeah. weather, great options. And you have the beaches if you want to do the beaches. But yeah. I think I think for the most part, any of our customers who go tend to stay now in Orlando for the duration of their holiday. Yeah. Unless they add on a cruise, which is the next thing you're going yeah. to talk about. Our next sort of family holiday is cruise holidays. I think cruise holidays for families are getting more and more popular, especially with all the facilities on board for kids. Oh, like you, you, if you haven't been on a cruise you need to understand the difference when it comes to cruises and families. They literally have kids clubs from three months of age up and it goes right up to the teenagers. Uh, Like I've been on a couple of cruises and I've kind of met people who said, oh, yeah, our kids are on board. And I'm going, God, I haven't seen any kids. And they said, yeah, exactly. They're all in the kids club and they're all doing a whole heap of different things and having an amazing holiday. And like some of our own staff are just back with their families from midterm. They were all off in Dubai with the kids and young kids and the kids just loved it. And the great thing, I think, for families with cruises is most like cruises always include all your meals. And then a lot of cruises, you can add in the drinks package, which even for the kids is soft drinks and all the ice creams. And just to know that that's the the end price, you know what you've paid before you've left the country. You know, your spending money is minimal because when you're on the ship, there's just so much to do that you really have no other additional costs. Yeah. And so many restaurants, right, to choose from. Oh, so endless. And with children, I think that's the that's another important consideration. You know, you, you need a choice of restaurants because you have kids who will eat everything and kids who are a little bit more picky. And then it comes to things like the buffet, which just work a treat for the kids because they eat when they want to eat. And that's going to make everybody's holiday a lot more enjoyable. Yeah. So those are our main top holiday destinations for families that we think would suit a lot of families depending on what you and your family yeah, like doing and choices. budgets and, and so on. So And then what we were trying there. to think of, Jill, was the, the, the kind of thing about, you know, what's important when you're booking a family? Like what what is really going to influence a family when they're booking a holiday? Yeah. So when families are booking a holiday, it's obviously to have family friendly accommodation. Mm. So, you know, that there's sort of either a two bedroom apart- apartment or, you know, just that is family friendly and there's sort of, you know, that there's going to be other children there as yeah, well. Yeah. And you're picking a destination that is like more geared to families. So, you know, like if we look at our top destination, Salou, Majorca, 
the Algar Fuerteventura, they're all very strong families. So you've, you know, for the most part in the property that you pick, you're going to be surrounded by other families. It's yeah. not going to be a leaving cert holidays party type atmosphere. It's going to be very much a family friendly product. Yeah. What else? Kids clubs are also important. Mm-hmm. So to know that the little ones will be entertained or, you know, if you want to, you know, to relax a little bit and leave the kids in the kids club, you can also have your relaxing time. Yeah. Um, I think people are, have a look at close proximity to beaches and facilities in the within the resort. So Absolutely. Especially having little kids, you don't want to be be stuck with a, a long trek down to the beach. And mm-hmm. um, also people have a look at maybe self-catering versus hotels or potential of both. So like an apart hotel, yeah. whereas you can have an apartment, but also have the hotel feel. So you have the benefit of having the fridge and, and some cooking facilities. You don't have to use them. Yeah. But they're there just for the stuff that, you know, you want to keep close by for, for, for a snack break. Yeah. But that you have the restaurants on site so that you're not turning into, like I think the worst type of holiday could be you just move your kitchen, you yeah. know, from at home to being away. And that That's isn't it. what it's about. A lot of the people who are looking at the self-catering option are looking at good on-site facilities so they have the option to just keep yeah. stuff in the fridge, but get on with it. And also to have a cup of tea when they want. Absolutely. Yeah. Very important. And water slides as well. So we've got a good few properties with on-site water parks, which is great for families because there's lots of entertainment um, with those. So yeah. we have a good few in the likes of Mallorca is quite popular for water parks. Yeah. And like I think we've even put a filter onto the website now whereby we can filter properties that have water slides on site. Yeah. Because it's just become such a major thing for families. Like some of the hotels um, from other other travel companies are being developed entirely around the facilities that they have for kids. Yeah. So they're really going all out to offer the family product. And in response, then some of the hotels in these destinations, in order to compete and keep up with what what's being offered, they're adding in theme parks. I think one of our really good hotels in Corfu just added in an amazing, their own water park last and, week. And it looks great. Yeah, That's the, yeah. the five star property and it looks yeah. amazing. Um, then budget is really important for families when looking at booking a holiday. So, I mean, you, everyone has a budget and being able to suit your family's needs with, with that budget and have a good experience as well. And I think for families, the benefit of taking a holiday in a warmer climate is is it's inevitably going to be cheaper every day that you're there. Yeah. Because if you're on holidays here in Ireland, while it's a great place to be on holidays, the cost of living here is higher than most of the destinations that we would offer. Yeah. And, you know, entertaining the kids on a beach, irrespective of what age they are, is going to be an awful lot cheaper than entertaining them here in Ireland when the yeah. weather may be a bit questionable. So I guess, I guess it's the budget that you have for the holiday as well as the budget for what it's going to cost you when you're there. Good point. Yeah. And then the flights as well. So we've, the you know, figuring, you know, depending on how young your kids are, depending how far you'd like to, to fly, but also then the regional airports within Ireland mm. and knowing what destinations are available from your own own airport say if you're yeah, in Shannon. Yeah and we have like we have an amazing selection here like we have like Shannon has a humongous amount of choice with Ryanair this summer. Cork has some great destinations with Ryanair and Aer Lingus. Yeah. Kerry has, has a couple of the sun yeah. destinations and Knock has five or six. Yeah. So it's not all about flying out of Dublin like there are some really good regional connections available to people. Yeah. And you know anything else anything else that families should be thinking about or should should consider when they're looking because like there's so much choice you know you've covered all of the different types of holidays yeah. all of the variations and we've looked at the destinations that are popular 
and the things that are important. But what, what else is there that, you know, might take some boxes for families? Yeah, some people, like how you mentioned with cruise, like all in, all inclusive holidays. Mm. So they like to have everything included. So they have their drinks packages, they have their food, they have snack bars, and that's all paid for. It's a great concept. I yeah. think, you know, it just means that, okay, for some people, it, it, it limits their choice because they're eating and drinking on site. Yeah. But for other people, you know, once they know that the standard of food and choice within the property is good, yeah. it means that from a budgeting point of view, they know what this is going to cost. They're not coming home to a shock with the credit card lands on the on the mat. So it's, it's a great option. Very popular in Spain. Less so in Portugal. Very popular, obviously, then also in the Canary Islands yeah. and in Mallorca. And the, the likes of Greece as well. Yeah, a lot it's of growing in Greece. Yep, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So that's one. What else? Then there's also the luxury five-star holidays. Mm. So Grand Canaria, the Radisson Blue. In Lanzarote, there's a beautiful Princess Ayatai. Oh, yeah. And the Algarve has the Pine Cliffs, which is also great for families. Yeah, like the five, the five-star product is not ridiculously expensive, you know, and again, that comes down to budget and what yeah. people are looking for. But I think it really is great for families to know that the five star high end hotels with great facilities and great service is not just the domain of couples. Yeah. Like those five star properties like that Martignal group in in the Algarve, they have a place in Villamour, they have a place in Sagres. It is just incredible. Their whole yeah. concept is around families. Pine Cliffs and Albufeira, as you mentioned, also very family orientated. Yeah. But, you know, great for couples too. And then Radisson Blue in Gran Canaria and Princess Ice in Lanzarote are, are are heavily focused on families. More so Princess Ice with their Kiko Club. It's yeah. really popular. Radisson Blue just works for, for families because they have some two bedroom suites, which is important. And then it doesn't have to just be Spain or Portugal. It could be, as you mentioned, the Marbella and Corfu, mm-hmm. which is a great property with the new water slides. The Sani properties in Halkadiki, which yeah. are really Unreal. luxurious. Yeah. And even over in Croatia, the Sun Dreams, just outside Dubrovnik, again, ideal for families who are looking for something quite exclusive and high end. Yeah. Very good. Good to know. Yep. And then yeah. if you are like if we're thinking about our family audience, you know, what do they need to consider when they're booking a, a family holiday? Like let's 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 put ourselves in the shoes of somebody who for the first time are taking the kids away like they like you know they as parents they know but what what do we think is important for them to consider well it would be sort of the the flight times yeah how long it will take uh and how long you have to entertain the little ones on the flight also transfer so how you're going to get from True. the airport to where you're going and how short or how long that transfer might be yeah because if you've had a, a long flight, then you have to sit in a, a coach or a private transfer for a long time. The kids could be losing their minds. Or or even with the, the likes of the Canaries, which is a slightly longer flight, yeah. but has a very short transfer because these are smaller islands. Yeah. So it's a balance of kind of what your total journey time is going to be. Yeah. Then, as we spoke about before, going on and off, off peak, if you have that possibility because there's great value for the exact same kind of experience if you are able to travel slightly. Families are, you know, heavily penalized in the summer months by the airlines and by the hoteliers. You know, like everybody knows when everybody's schools are on holidays and the prices are adjusted accordingly. There's always more demand than supply once we get into those peak months. So any possibility at all to even do, as we say, a couple of days you know, like the value that's out there in April, even over the Easter holidays still is incredible. Yeah. May, incredible. 
so that the early part of June still good. And those months are going to be savings of like more than half yeah. compared to what a July or August, August price is going to be, be. Yeah. which is a big consideration. Like that could be the consideration between going on holidays or not going on holidays. Yeah. And then I suppose also for especially younger kids building the excitement yeah. for going on holiday, especially now that it's been over two years since the little ones have probably even been on a plane. Yeah. So, you know, how do you do that? Like The countdown calendars and all be, of those sort yeah, of ideas. And getting them to start packing their bags and sort of thinking about swimming. Brilliant. And talk to me a little about, we mentioned it at the start and we might just wrap it up around this topic and, and, and other bits and pieces. This this idea of multi-generational travel, we're seeing more and more of this. It is. So it's let's getting just way kind more of popular. explain the concept and kind of try and steer people towards maybe the type of holidays that are working. So yep. in broad terms, how do you, what, what do we mean when we say multi-generational? Multi-generational holidays are sort of a larger family group going away. So it would be the grandparents and then the parents and then the grandkids. So right. there'd be maybe three generations going going on holidays together. Um, and, you know, like probably the grandparents mightn't want to stay in the same apartment as the the family with the kids. They definitely so. <laughs> don't want to stay in the same. They might stay in the same building, but not in the same apartment. Yep. So there's there's that option, you know, is to have the grandparents in mm. the apartment beside them or... Or, or the hotel. A hotel room beside them yeah. as well. Yep. And also what is seems to be quite popular, and you did it, last year was it with the uh, cruise holidays yeah yeah like for for cruise we had uh, my parents ourselves and the younger kids so like it was it was the three generations and it was really really good and and again our own guys who were down in Dubai cruising over the midterm it was the parents it was the grandparents then the guys who work with us and their kids and their kids and it just works because it works on cruises because there is just so much to do for every generation every age group and I think that's the key thing it's picking a destination that will appeal to the grandparents the parents and the kids and and getting a property that has enough of a range enough space and enough kind of freedom to do all of that but it's a lovely concept and it's kind of like the real experiential stuff it's the it's memory making stuff, you That's know, it. getting on holidays because that time is wow. Yeah. I mean, it's what everyone waits for mm. I- in their year. So, yeah, the multi-generational the holidays is just a case of making sure there's enough for everybody to do and that it kind of ticks everyone's box in terms of things to do and see and Brilliant. be kept busy. Great. Well, thanks a million. I think that is lots for families. We've covered the type of holidays. We've covered where to. We've covered what's important. We've covered the kind of something special around the all inclusive or the luxury and also the things to consider. And like the website is great in terms of the filtering options, great choices. Use the deal finder to find the best deals. So all of those sort of things are really, really useful. So brilliant hope you have a great family holiday there's loads of uh, availability loads of great value and as we keep saying if you can go off peak you're going to make some significant savings absolutely great that's it from us thanks a million for listening and we'll see you in a couple of weeks brilliant and for all the details on what click and go has to offer just get onto our website follow us on all the different social media channels listen and share thanks a million all the best bye